welcome to Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited. If this is your very first time, welcome. If you are part of the community, welcome back. I appreciate each and every one of you for taking out the time to listen. First off, I want to say Happy New Year. This is the very first episode of 2019 and I'm so excited. We have so many great topics in store. If you have been listening in 2018 and you have been finding the podcast helpful, please take out a moment to go and leave a review if you're listening over on Apple Podcasts. It increases the ranking of the podcast and help other single moms find it. So I would greatly appreciate that. We are 14 days away from the one year anniversary of this podcast. And I'm so excited. On January 17th, 2018, I launched my very first three episodes and I had no clue that I would still be here doing this today but I absolutely love it and you guys have been so helpful on this journey so again I appreciate each and every one of you if you are in Houston I would love for you to come and celebrate over brunch you can RSVP at singleblackmotherhood.eventbrite.com. Again, that's singleblackmotherhood.eventbrite.com. Today, I have the opportunity to sit down and chat with Kayla, who created the Black Girl Magic Planner. So, if you're not a planner, you'll still find this episode very helpful. Kayla shares some great tips about planning whether you do it in a planner or simply writing down your goals and then figuring out those actionable steps that you need to take to make those goals happen so without further ado let's get into this episode hi kayla welcome to the show i'm so excited to have you on today how are you doing i am good thank you so much for having me kim You are welcome. Thanks for being here. So can you take a moment to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, my name is Kayla. I actually originally hail from North Carolina. Um, I live in the DMV, Maryland specifically, and I moved to D.C. about two years ago. Uh, I have a little boy who is 11, going on 75. Oh, wait, (laughs) he's not little anymore. (laughs) Right, not little anymore. He's like, like knocking off preteen's door and he's like, he stank. Like, you know, we're just getting through the... He's so sufficient now. (laughs) It's something like that. We're working on it. Let's just say we are working on it. But yeah, so it's just been me and him for, let's see... Seven years now. Since he was four, his dad and I broke up and uh, went our separate ways, and and so we're doing the I'm doing the single mom and like complete single mom one woman show in Maryland. As his father doesn't live in Maryland, he lives in North Carolina still. So uh, my son goes back and forth to visit. I always say he's a very special little human being because he's uh, autistic. Uh, thankfully, he's high functioning, and uh, I say thankfully because it's just 
you know, it's already a lot. <laughs> right. But if it was, if he was, you know, less so, it would be even more. But other than that, he's like hilarious, like the funniest person I know. He has comedic timing. <laughs> he's super cute and, and challenges me like no other. And I also call him my great debater. Everything Aww. is a debate. <laughs> Everything is a debate. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I've learned, um, or I've been learning that there are like different levels of autism because mm-hmm. sometimes I can't tell right off that the cat, like that the child is autistic. Cause I remember yeah. I was at my friend house the other day and her nephew is autistic, but he acts kind of normal to me. So I'm like, how yeah. do you know that? Um, but then you have some that don't really talk or they, um, they move a lot and they won't sit down and listen. So it's like, I don't know, it's different stages, but oh my gosh, like I always say that it takes special people to handle, you know, autistic children and just children in general when they have, you know, certain disabilities. Yeah, exactly. And there's, yeah, there's different um, levels of it. Like the saying typically goes, if you met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism. Um, like my son is verbal. He definitely has significant speech delays for his age, um, but it's something that he definitely works on and has gotten better at over the years, especially like the last two. Because uh, prior to this, he didn't really talk that much at all. Um, now you can't get him to shut up. <laughs> but <laughs> so <laughs> now it's more of a matter of like, you know, helping him to understand like what he's saying and also understand like what you're saying to him and you know you I know a lot of times people have like little little toddlers and they tell them use your words use your words and with children with autism a lot of times you have to give them the words so that they know what it is that they need to use but there's yes there's totally different complete different spectrums like autism is on a spectrum so it's huge like from one end to the next and everywhere in between yeah I've heard that too about the autism spectrum So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I just find it very interesting. But what I want to talk about today is just thinking about the new year, right? So we're at the new year, but we have yet to actually plan out those goals that we've set. So we've written them down, but we haven't created any action plan. So I want to talk to you today about effective planning. Now, you've created this Black Girl Magic Planner, which is amazing. (laughs) Thank you. And so I want you to take a moment to tell us about that planner because I love the way that you have compiled everything in one planner because I was talking to you off the mic and I was telling you about how, you know, I like the happy planner, but with that, it's only, um, well, it's limiting. So you're only able to plan like nothing more. So you can't really like plan uh, by the hour like you can with your journal and I mean not your Mm -hmm. journal but your planner and Mm -hmm. um, then you have a space for gratitude and then you have some other stuff in there I won't give it all away I'll let you um, take us through it (laughs) yeah so the the whole idea came about last year actually was about I think maybe September October of last year and I was using, um, I've been using the uh, Passion Planner for like two or three years. I also had Miley Till's journal, and I also had um, Tanya Rapley's financial planner. And so I'm like going to work every day, and I had like all three of these things in my work bag. And I was like, okay, my bag is so freaking heavy. 
because I needed to figure out how to clean this out. Like <laughs> I have three notebooks, essentially a laptop and like all kinds of other stuff. And so as I was going through this, I'm like looking at these three things and I'm like, wow, it'd be really great if I could combine all three because I need, you know, all three just to manage my life. And I was like, all right, let me go online and see what I can find. And I literally could find nothing. There was nothing that incorporated like a financial aspect plus a journaling goal setting aspect plus like a daily planning, like hourly planning aspects. I remember being in college my freshman year, our uh, uh, teacher, our first professor told us to get planners. He's like, everybody needs to get a planner. We need to get a planner with, um, with uh, hourly situations. Like every day there's like an hourly breakdown with this in 15 minute increments. Because you need to take that time and plan out every moment of your day so that you know what you're doing with your time and you can get things done. And so, you know, I was using planners even before then, but I definitely took that to heart because that's when I started using the hourly piece. Now, I don't always use it even now because my work day is pretty much the same all the time. But I, um, I like having that aspect so that I know exactly when I need to do certain things. Um, and I know a lot of people utilize it and it, it's very helpful for people. So I definitely wanted to put that in there, but I just couldn't find anything that incorporated all three um, of those tools that I was using. So I got the bright idea like, oh, well, maybe I can just make it myself. And I started thinking up some stuff and making some sketches and it just kind of snowballed. It went from, oh, I need to do this for myself to, oh, you know what? What if I made it like this? And then I put like black women on it or I catered it to black women and mm-hmm. I wanted it to be black. And I want to like say out loud that it's for black people or for black women. And um, every little step I took with it, it was like, okay, this is crazy. Like you need backup. What are you doing? Like, stop, just stop. You're doing too much. But then there was still a little voice that kept saying, oh, just go a little bit further. Just go a little bit further. Just go a little bit further. So it went from, okay, let me just come up with these ideas myself to, all right, let me find somebody who can print it. Okay, let me find somebody who can design it for me. And uh, thankfully, I found a, a woman of color, a black woman, to design it, to do the design for me. And she was like super gung ho about the project. And she's like, all right, give me some sketches of what you're thinking. And then she took like these raggedy pieces of paper that I had of this like crazy idea and turned it into like an actual product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went through like several weeks and a few months of like revisions and changes and like editing. And next thing I know, I'm finding a printer in China, got everything printed, and they were shipped to my house. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I actually did, did something. Wow. <laughs> right. Like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much the basis of it. Like, I needed something to incorporate all aspects of my life because, especially when you're a single parent, there's so many things you have to manage. You have not just your stuff. You got doctor's appointments, uh, after school things, homework things, things, dates that are happening at school. You need to manage your money. You need to figure out, you know, what's coming up financially, like your, what your child needs. If there's like a, you know, lunch money or some field trip that you need to, you know, cash out some ducats for. Like I needed something to keep track of all of that stuff and I needed something to keep track of it in one place. Yes, and I love that idea. So you mentioned something that I think was very important. You said that your professor 
told you about this hourly planning in college. Um, this mm-hmm. is the first time like I've ever heard anybody say that because uh, nobody ever told me. I I did not learn about hourly planning until like recently, probably like a year or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. Prior to that, I was not really managing my time. And so I don't know right. how I've been getting things done, but it has been so helpful. And like you said, from the time you're at work to the time you leave, like you really don't have to, you know, worry too much about that. But the time that you're away from work and you're at home mm-hmm. um, is the time that you need to really have down because, you know, yeah. time goes so fast and it's like the one thing you can't get back. And so yeah, I think that planning, even like your morning, you know, like scheduling you at the top of your to-do list and actually writing you get it done. those hourly slots, like <laughs> this yeah. is my time. Okay. And then and actually, extremely important. Yeah. And then going to like after, like you said, after school and doctor's appointments and those things. So, you know, like you talked about putting your, like your job, you can even put that on there and just block off those hours. Yeah. Just block it off. Like work that you have those doctor's appointment, you can like schedule those in too. So I think that's very helpful. And I'm always talking to the moms about learning to manage their time. And so guys, I I hope that you are listening to us and you are coming up with some sort of hourly um, time management system where you're keeping track of every single hour of your day. That holds you accountable. Don't you think, Kayla? Oh, absolutely. It definitely holds you accountable. And even, and what you said was really important, like putting yourself at the top of your to-do list. Like you have to do that because after a while throughout the day, you're going to find a reason to knock yourself down because even if you write out a to-do list every day, you know, whatever's closest to the bottom typically gets moved to the next day or to the next day after that. Um, And at some point you do have to commit to finishing that first. Um, and I have like a to-do list system that I that I utilize for that as well. Because uh, there's a to-do there's a to-do list segment in the planner too, so that every single day you can list out specifically what you need to get done, and then check it off. But um, definitely putting yourself at the top of the to-do list is extremely important, and at the top of your morning. Like I am a crazy person, which is why I, I go to sleep so early, is because I typically wake up at 4:30 every morning. Hey, me too. Um, (laughs) Right. I might not necessarily get out of bed, which I start, I need to start getting out of the bed, but like get up and do your meditation, do your prayer, do your, your tea, like just ease into your day so that when you first wake up, you're not just feet to the floor and then rushing throughout the rest of the day and getting stuff done. Like I haven't had time to get myself up and I'm awake. And honestly, that's, especially as a single parent, that is the only time you have to yourself. You don't have anybody asking you for nothing. You don't have anybody talking to you. And now obviously not everyone can do it. Like do it according to your schedule because some people may work nights and some people may work during that time. But mm-hmm. scheduling that moment, whatever time it is throughout your day where literally nobody is talking to you and you don't have to talk to people or anyone's asking you questions or, or you have to answer to somebody, like that is the perfect time to just sit and chill, like jot down, like journal, jot down your goals, work on whatever goals that you have. Because a big part of my product is um, living with intention and planning the life of your dreams. Because we take so much on and we take care of so many, you know, people or persons 
a lot of times we forget what we want. And then there was a point in my life when I was doing that very thing. And I used a planner to get out of that space and to really like, not just figure out what I wanted. Well, mainly figure out A, what the heck did I want and B, create actionable steps to get there. And then taking a little piece of those steps in every day, every week, every hour, if you can, working towards that goal. So that when you do reach it, you're like, wow, I actually planned out the things that I want. I'm doing whatever it is that I want, whether it was to go to school or, you know, get a different job or get a promotion or make a certain amount of money or, you know, buy a car or, or whatever it may be, whatever your, you know, heart desire is. But I feel like that's something that a lot of times as, as parents anyway, but definitely as a single parent, you you kind of put your dreams on hold and you don't necessarily have Right, right. I totally agree. So, Kayla, do you have like a method to your own planning? Like, you know, we're in the new year, but like thinking back to when you were setting your goals for the new year, how did you go about doing that? Because I know that you said you actually create to-do lists as well. So, yeah, you set your goals and then you figure out what you want to focus on for that month or um what you want to focus on for that week? Like, what does that look like for you, that whole planning process? Yeah, so I have like a, it's legit like a whole process. So in December, and I need to start doing this now, I've already been like thinking about it. I just haven't put pen to paper yet. But I always spend time at the end of the year, like reflecting on what the year held. Like, what did I learn? What did I accomplish? Um, Because every year at the beginning of the year, I make a list of things I want to do. So I don't do resolutions. I create goals. So, you know, if I don't reach the goal, I don't reach the goal, but it's not like I'm trying to um, have this resolution. A lot of times the things that I put down are goals for bigger lifestyle changes. Um, But I like take time to reflect on the prior year and I journal that out. And then I make a, a list, honestly, of you know, how many things I want to get accomplished or what things I want to get accomplished in the new year. Like, you know, stuff like read this many books or get a certification or pay off this credit card or, you know, uh, buy XYZ or go to a basketball game, go to an NBA game or go to an NBA game, go to a, uh, a baseball game, that sort of thing. Like just fun, cool things. Like I do a mix of everything, like something that incorporates like mind, body and spirit. Mm-hmm. And also fun. Um, like last this year, I did like an 18 and 18, like 18 things I want to accomplish in 2018. So I'll probably keep that theme for this year. Um, 19 things I want to accomplish in 2019. Um, but like that's something I've done. And I do that every single year. I just take time out and I literally just list it out. And then once I list it out, half, I honestly just forget about it. Like I don't look at it again um, for the most part. And I periodically, maybe quarterly or at the half year mark, I check the list. So like in my planner, some of the things that I put down in my um, like 2018 list, I mapped out for the year. Like, okay, I want to read 12 books this year, which I didn't do, but <laughs> like I want to read 12 books this year. So I write out like, okay, let me finish a book this month in my monthly goals. Like here's a book. I want to finish this. Uh, within the month and that means I need to read like this many minutes per week or this many minutes per day 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way I can accomplish, you know, one of those things. Um, I've also put into place, like, um, I wanted to get a certification. Like I work in the, my full-time job is in the software energy, energy, <laughs> software industry. And I wanted to get a certification. Mm-hmm. And I wrote out that in my 2018 goal. And then um, I know like the way my, my child schedule is, my custody schedule is, my son is away um, starting in June. So I'm like June, before June pops up, I'm like looking and seeing, okay, what kind of certification can I take? Like what's scheduled out during the times where I'm childless and I actually have time to do this kind of stuff. Um, and I ended up taking like, it just so happened that the certification I wanted fell into a week that I was on vacation and my child was away. So I went ahead, like paid for the thing, wrote it in my planner and boom, within in a two day period, I was able to knock that out. Uh, one of my goals for the year, which is really important for me to do. Yeah. Um, but just stuff like that, like I listed out, like I, re- my, I guess my process is reflect on the year before, list out what I want to do for the new year. Um, take that list and create actionable steps in my planner on how I can complete them and then forget about the list and do a mid-year check and just to see where I am like oh actually completed you know a whole lot of this stuff and some of it like without even really thinking about it and I I feel like a lot of that is putting it out into the universe like getting the information out into the universe and then letting the hows and the whys find you yeah I love that so just to reiterate, so make your list of goals that you want to accomplish and then uh-huh. going through your plan and actually mapping it out. So saying, okay, in January, I'm going to read one book, February, one book, you know, each month I'm going to read one book. So going ahead and putting that on a list for that month and then uh-huh. figuring out how many chapters or how many pages you have to read per week and writing that in your planner as well. I really like that. And so kind of doing the same thing for each goal, you know, making those actionable steps um, and then planning them out. So in advance, so that's pretty cool. So then um, you mentioned that you have like basically, I guess like four parts, well, really three, because you have the financial part, you have the goal setting, and then you have the hourly planning. And so- How do you prioritize which one you do first? So just say for the month, like when you get ready to do your financial goals, right? So Mm -hmm. um, do you kind of like figure out um, how you did last month to kind of think about how you're going to do the next month? Or do you also plan that out in advance as well? Yeah, um, I typically do. uh, I reflect on what I did the last month. So like I feel like you always have to start with, especially if you're starting at this new, <laughs> I always say the first one to two months, just tr- or one to one and a half months, like just track what you're spending. So I, when I first get started with it, I just track what it is that I spent. And then I go back at the end of the month. And when I'm doing my tallies and looking at what that looks like, then I'm like, oh, here's where I can see where I overspent here. And these are the holes here. And this is this and this is that. Um, and then that way, when I go into the next month, I know what I'm doing and I know what I need to accomplish or where I need to pull back and where I need to put more money towards. And yeah. then I just kind of, for the most part, on a daily basis, just keep track of what did I spend that day? 
Yeah, and there's an app, y'all. If I find it, I will let y'all know. But you can literally, like, every time you spend money, you can enter it in, and it'll keep track of it for you versus – because I remember one time – I mean, I want to get back to this. I was doing so good with, like, cash, right? So I would take Mm -hmm. a certain amount of cash out, and I'll put it in an envelope, and I'll put it in my purse. Maybe I'll just say say if it was, like, $50 for the week. And then every time I spent something – then I would put it in this app. I can't remember for the life of me, um, but I would put it in there. And then if I have money left over, then that would go to a certain savings account. But if I use up all the money, that was all I could spend on that certain thing that week. I, I guess it was kind of yeah. similar to the envelope system. But yeah, I like that. So um, yeah, that's genius. Yeah, so I need to get on the cash method. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so I'm there. trying to get back to that because you know, in the world of debit cards, it's so easy to overspend. It's so easy. Yeah. Yes, so out here spending. Yeah. <laughs> so I really want to get back to the cash method because I'm trying to do better. Um, but then your goal setting is basically mapped out like at the beginning of the year for the most part. So that you don't really have to worry about. Once you have set right. them up, or do you kind of adjust as necessary? I adjust as necessary. Like I like to spend my Sundays planning out my week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll like, you know, get myself a glass of tea or a glass of wine. More than likely, it's wine. <laughs> <laughs> and I like sit down and like that's what I do. Because part part of my planner every week there's a section for gratitude, so you can list out five things that you're grateful for. So I just go through list out, you know, reflect on what I'm grateful for, and then write out like, okay, what do I need to get done personally this week? What do I need to get done for work this week? Um, And then that way you can start your day knowing what the heck you're doing when you walk in there. Like even at work, I keep a a blank notebook at work and I make a to-do list before I leave for the day. So that I know when I walk in, I'm not like, oh, what is it that I got to do today? Hmm, let me figure it out. Like, no, it's already figured out because I, I knew what I needed to do yesterday. And I wrote it out so that when I walk in, that's the first thing I see on my desk. And I just get to work. Oh, that's really good. And doing that for work, like list making for work. That is good. Mm-hmm. So I know um, for me, like I like to do, like you said, Sunday planning. I've kind of fallen off a bit, but I plan to get back on track. <laughs> you guys hold me accountable. <laughs> hold me accountable. So um, you were saying that you like to, you know, get your tea or your wine or whatever and plan it out. And so I think that is so good. Like every day, like what I've been doing, it's like, you know, three things that I could like realistically get done each day and putting them on my calendar. Yes. So I yes, also smart. use like in addition to the planner, I use like um google calendar and i sync it with iCal. Yep. so oh so absolutely I'm like i can't really do anything without my calendar yeah i can't do anything without my calendar like i will forget all kinds of stuff so like i like to write things down because it helps me commit it to memory and that same professor that told us about like the hourly breakdown planners he also said make lists every day because you need to get quit thinking about what it is you need to do, get it down on paper so that your your brain is, is available for new thoughts. And yeah. I, that was something else I like I took to I took to heart. It was like, let me write this down because and it also helps with my anxiety because I'm just a super anxious person just by nature. And I need to like get stuff out of my brain and onto paper where I can see it so that I'm not constantly like 
going through uh, the, the hamster wheel of my thoughts. And it, and it helps out a lot for that, at least for me. Yeah. And I think that um, whenever I just make sure like, okay, my iCal matches what I have in my planner. And then if I need to yeah. just, I can, I can literally go to my phone, make the edit and then just scratch out my planner if I need them to match. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just like the fact that, okay, if I'm away from my planner, oh, I left it at my desk, but then I have my phone or my watch and then I'll get a notification like, oh, 30 minutes, you need to leave work because you got to go yeah. bring your daughter yeah. to swim or something like that, you know? So, oh, yeah, know, I literally have a pick up Charles. <laughs> Yeah, I literally have, <laughs> yes, like, job off McKinley at daycare, like, yes, I have that on my calendar, so, yes, maybe not on my planner, though, so I try to have, it, like, the most important stuff in my planner, but, like, you know, those little things, those little reminders, I make sure that I have them on my iCal, so that I get the yep. notifications, um, but, yep. yeah, I really think those things help. Oh, they absolutely do. Like you, whatever you can use to like organize your day. That's why I love having iPhone too, because I can just say, hey, Siri, remind me to pick up kids medicine when I get home. Like even something as simple as that, because, you know, you're going to forget it. And then I'm like mad because by the time I get home, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go back out. <laughs> even if it is a street light, I got to get the kids downstairs. <laughs> I got to put them in the car. I gotta, oh, God, I don't want to be bothered. Uh, so like just whatever you can use, whatever tools you can use to like organize your life, um, the more the merrier. And I created yeah. the planner to like do, to, to do both, like plan out your daily, get your daily stuff together, but also have a place for your, for your dream space, like so that you can dream bigger and think and keep the bigger picture in mind. Cause we get so bogged down with the day-to-day -day activities that we forget there, there may be like a bigger picture goal that you're working towards at the same time. Yes, I totally agree. Now, Kayla, do you also like um, playing your meals as well with your other things? Because I think that... I do not. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I don't plan meals. Oh my gosh. Oh like, my um, so many people talk about how much time it saves when you plan meals. So I just wonder like how many single moms are actually out here um, planning their meals now I know planning is like part that. of our lives because if we don't plan like we'll be all over the place but I just wonder yep. if you took it a, a step further and like yeah no, I'm like uh especially these last couple of months because I was so busy with like work and my business I was like look what's what's in here <laughs> what we eating today every day was a what we eating today um situation but uh when i get back now that things have slowed down and i'm kind of going into the uh the new year um, which is still a, a fairly busy time for me business-wise but not like i'm not my plan is sold out so i'm not actively trying to sell anything right now a part of that was i need to get back on like on sundays i would like plan out plan out what i'm gonna cook that week and then i would cook as much of it as possible or at least prep as much of it as possible. Like I'm not really into the meal prep thing because sometimes I'm like, I'm not gonna eat five day old chicken. <laughs> but I, I'll like cook as much as possible or prep certain things depending on what it is I'm cooking. I usually cook like the most labor intensive food um, on Sunday because I'm home. 
and I have the time and the energy to do it. And then for the rest of the week, like it's like leftovers or um, I used to be really good and I would cook like the next day's meals the night before. I ain't got that kind of time no more. <laughs> so I'll try to do as much as I can on Sunday so that I can prep out, you know, the rest of the week with like leftovers and maybe making something the, the day before as much as I can or at least get most of the ingredients like or the most labor intensive piece of the meal cooked ahead of time so yeah. that it's quick but yeah I'm, and I try to make stuff as easy as possible like I am not the type of person that got these cookbooks with all these steps and ingredients that I don't have I'm not that person I need it better be some ingredients need to be what's already in my cabinet as far as seasonings and stuff <laughs> and I want as little steps as possible and I yes. want it to be healthy <laughs> Like I'm not in here with all these steps and 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 rigmarole. Like I I ain't got a kind of time. Uh, so I try to like plan out, not even plan out the food. It's just mostly like, okay, what am I making this week? I'm gonna make three things, and now I have you know interchangeable leftovers <laughs> throughout the day. But my son and I have date nights, so Friday nights are a non-starter. I do not cook. I refuse to cook. I never cook on Fridays. So Friday night is like my son and I, we go out to dinner and that's wow. our date night. That's cool. Yeah. I um I heard some other moms talk about that they do that with their kids and I normally do like Sunday brunch with my daughter after church. Oh, that's sweet. Um on like Friday night she has swim. So we're like doing that. Now we may like pick up something on the go and then Saturday I'm trying to catch up on stuff that I didn't do during the week. So Sunday mm-hmm. is like, okay, we're already out at church. So, you know, we're already like, you know, kind of dressed decent. So <laughs> let us just, you know, right. go out to eat. Um, have a nice little meal. And that's fun for kids because, you know, you get some one-on-one time and also teach them how to act in a restaurant. Yes, for sure. But um, what I forgot to mention when we were talking about scheduling like our personal time now I wanted to ask you do you schedule time with your child now you just mentioned that you guys go out every Friday night so is that like like scheduled time that you put on the calendar or is it just something that okay is understood you always do it every single time yep yeah it's understood that is a every single week thing like he looks forward to it and I'll ask him like oh what do you want to have for dinner Friday night and he's like oh I want Indian food or oh I want pizza or let's have let's order a pizza and and watch a movie on the couch and it's like probably the most chill of the time because we're not trying to rush to go to bed and rush to take showers it's like look let's eat let's chill, let's watch our movie and relax, <laughs> just have a good little time doing that. So it's a, it's an understood, like I don't, I don't write it out because he, he easily knows when that is. He knows this is Friday. Uh, that's when we're doing our thing. Um, he does, I do keep a calendar in his room. So I have like a dry erase calendar in his room so that he knows when he's going to see his dad every month because otherwise he's going to ask me like over and over, and over again. And I'm like, look, bro, <laughs> quit asking me these questions. Here, you go. What does your calendar say? Your calendar says on this day. All right. So now you know, you know when you go. So he, and that way he knows what, what's happening as well. Um, and especially being a child with autism and a child with special needs, um, they need to know what's happening at least with him, my child I can speak to, um, it's good for him to know what's happening. 
and for him to see stuff and have something to look forward to. Uh, so I try to write out like all his activities on his calendar for that month so that he's aware of what's happening and, you know, he knows what to expect on those days. Oh, wow. That's so cool. My daughter, Mm -hmm. she's five, and she had asked for a calendar. So she has a tiny calendar that she can look at. It's so cute. Uh It's so cute. They like that kind of stuff. It's like, it's it's good to, like, let kids know what's happening so that they're not, like, you know, just going about their day and having it. And really, it's good for you, too. So, again, they're not asking you a thousand times, when are we doing this? What are we doing? I know. Like, I promise you kept counting down till Christmas. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We have, like... How many days do we have to go to Mama's house? I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop asking me. <laughs> That's we can give her a nice little digital countdown clock. Like, oh, look, this is how many days you have. Look at there. You don't even yes. have to ask me that over and over and over again. <laughs> yes. Oh, Kayla. So, do you schedule like kid free time? So, what is that like for you? Are you, you know, going out and having adult conversation with other moms or? No, I have very little kid free time. Um, he goes, he visits his, his father uh, once, one week in a month. So, that's my kid free time. And I try to like, that's usually when I try to hang out with friends because otherwise, I mean, to bring him, I bring him everywhere with me. So if they do invite me somewhere, I'm like, you know, I have to bring him, right? So don't invite me if you don't want a kid there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not going to go. Like I'm more than happy to stay home. Um, but uh, I'll try to like get, that's a good time for me to like get up with friends during the day or go to brunch or I try to schedule out something so I can hang out with my friends um, in the city and then, or, and, or I just stay my butt home and be happy in my house to myself <laughs> without somebody talking to me that's so funny because <laughs> like, I'm like the exact same way and I think some other moms too can like agree it's like I don't know I feel like when you're a single mom you know you have the kid all the time so when they're gone you just want to enjoy enjoy the alone time at home like you have no out. desire to go anywhere but sometimes I think it's good for us to get out and have adult conversation it's just that we don't have that desire and I I haven't figured out why but (laughs) I am totally okay with being at home alone like totally oh yeah more than fine too fine probably more than fine (laughs) like and if I do schedule something it's like it better be during the day I'm good for a brunch like yeah let's go to brunch because that way I can hang out with you during the day and then I can go my butt home and, and be home early and still get to sit on my couch alone in my house and watch my Netflix (laughs) i try to do the best of both worlds but and but yeah i I usually have certain friends that like when don't you have him okay we're doing this and i'm like okay but again they know you gotta catch me at a certain hour because it's getting dark and it's cold already too Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) like it is cold in the dmv the last thing i want to do is be outdoors somewhere like uh -uh. let me get my blanket (laughs) <laughs> get my blanket and some hot tea y'all can come to my house I'm good for a good house thing <laughs> like, I love when people come to my house and then they leave and I still can stay home <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> yeah so my last thing Kayla I have to ask you about vision boards so I saw that you had um this you know brunch to 
plan and set goals versus like yes. this whole vision board party. Because a lot of people, they are so stuck on vision boards um, instead of actually writing down and setting goals, you know? Because I mean, like pictures are nice, you know, you look at them and you visualize, yeah. that's cool. But I think it's more effective when you write things down and you plan it out um, with those actionable steps. What is your oh, yeah. So, yeah, so January 12th, I'm hosting a Plan Your Excellence 2019 uh, goal-setting brunch. And so it's basically a bunch of, you know, Black women, women of color, getting together, having some meals, and then just mind mapping out and planning out what they want to uh, accomplish in the new year. Um, I have I've been to vision board parties. I actually have two vision boards. I'm not... I'm not too big on them. Like I know some people create like vision boards for every year or something like that. The ones that I have are still very much relevant. So <laughs> I have them up and I'm like, oh, yep, this still works. And I even, and the one that I have is like, I, it's above my dresser in my closet. So I do at least look at it every day. And I know some people like take a picture of it and put it on their phone so that they visualize it. I think it can go hand in hand. I'm not big on vision boards. Like I, I don't actively do them myself. Um, anytime I've done them, it was honestly, I was invited somewhere and <laughs> they were like, you should do it. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but I do with me, I guess I'm visualizing my list. Like I like my list, but I also like, like you said, it's nice to, have something and visualize it let's take it a step further and actually plan for some of this stuff because <clears throat> I think a lot of times with vision boards they're like these uh, uh, really high attainable um, goals and things that people want like like people will put a wedding ring on there or a wedding dress because they want to get married um, I would say yeah go ahead and do your vision board let's take it a step further if you want to be married you, you can sit there and go, like, say, all right, I want to be in a relationship this year. Like, I want to be in a meaningful relationship this year. Then you can take that and plan out, all right, that means I need to go out on dates. All right, where am I going to meet people? Okay, let me set up a, you know, a profile here, a profile there. Let me tell my friends that I'm looking, um, for yes, some, looking to date somebody. And then, like, you know, go ahead and tell your friends that you're looking to date somebody. Actually list out. What qualities do you want in this person? Um, and then take it from there. Like, I would say do your vision board, but take them a step further and actually plan for it. Yes, I love that. I just wanted to bring that up because, like I said, a lot of people, um, they're so big on the vision boards and people have so many vision yeah. board parties. And like yeah. you said, you have two vision boards. I have one and it's very much still relevant. Uh, <laughs> I have South yeah. Africa on it. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> um, I have accomplished some things on there, though, but, <laughs> like, it's literally still sitting here. I'm going to have to take a picture and post it so you guys can see. <laughs> right, like, post oh, it, you I'm know, put in your phone, but then, like, some of the stuff, like, okay, this I could actually do. Let me see how I can make that happen. Like, you know, there's, I'm trying to remember what was on mine. Like, mine has, like, I have two of them. One is, like, your t uh, I guess a typical vision board is like a million dollar house is on there and like what kind of bank account I want my bank account to look like and there's like a certain type of car on there and like all this other stuff. Um, that one is like laying in a pile like laid fold up on a corner in the closet. I'm like, you know what? 
Maybe I should put this up there. But the other, my other one is actually posted up. There's no like, there's no like physical things on there. That vision board was more dedicated to, okay, mind over matter, mental health. Uh, you are loving, you are organized, you're a rock mom, like kind of a holistic approach to things instead of actually having things um, that I want. I don't even think I had anything on there dealing with relationships. Like, and I think I had one thing about a trip, like Costa Rica was on there and that's, that's pretty much it. Um, it was like the neatest, like most organized, neatly put together vision board he possibly has ever seen. The other one's like a hodgepodge of stuff. But I, I think at the time when I made that one, I wanted order. My life was so chaotic. Um, I needed order. And I wanted order in my life. And I wanted like order in my mental health. And I wanted order in my personal life and my professional life. Like, And that's exactly what that board represents. And I'm like, I still want that. So I'm going to keep that up because this has come to fruition. There's not actual tangible things. <laughs> that I have on here, but it's more like how I want to feel. And that board is up, but I use my planner. Like I said, do your vision board. This is the time of year, especially people, like you said, people love vision board parties um, at this time of year, but do your vision board and take it a step further and goal set. Like grab something off that vision board and say, all right, how can I actually make this one thing happen? And effectively plan that thing out. And that's part of what we're going to do during the goal setting brunch is mind map whatever it is you want i want to have a conversation with everyone like you know step outside of your fear step outside of what you're telling yourself you can't do step outside of your limiting beliefs whatever those may be and say you know back against the wall if i asked you be completely honest with yourself what it is that you want out of your life and mind map that out like okay I want this I want this I want that I want this I want to be married I want to be I want to have three children I want to blah 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 and then out of all of these things that you plan on for your life take out what is going to have the biggest impact on your life within this next year and then make actionable steps on how you're going to accomplish it yes I love that eat and drink mimosas (laughs) (laughs) because you know that's a good time. Can't miss that. <laughs> we gotta have the mimosas. But, right. Oh my god. So for anybody oh. that's in DC or the surrounding area or, or want to travel to DC on January 12th, love would love to love to love to see people. Uh, come on out. The tickets are 35 bucks, and it's on a Saturday. It's like from 12 to 2 o'clock. So we got two hours. It's gonna be food. It's gonna be drinks. It's just going to be, it just feel good. Just feel good, like women together, getting our lives together, gearing up for a really fabulous 2019. Yes. And don't forget when you're setting those goals, make sure they're realistic because (laughs) like, that's the one thing, like, you know, saying you want to make like, okay, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something that's like off the wall, like, you want to have a kid next year, but you don't even have a man yet, you know, like, right. something like that. <laughs> that would look like, okay, I want to have a kid this year. Okay, I'm not dating anybody. So I would say, list that out, like, write out date or uh, get a sperm donor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that's out, the first like, Okay, year. maybe I need a date. So. <laughs> and then, or sperm donor, you probably get there a lot faster. <laughs> but then write out all right, you know, how much is childcare? How much time do I have off from work? How much time can I take off from work? Who can help me? Who has volunteered to help me? Have I talked to people and let people know like, hey, 
I want to have a baby this year. Have I talked to my doctor? Like just the, there's just a whole lot of steps that go into place before you actually get to having the baby. (laughs) Yes, that is so true. But anyways, I just had to throw like something like out of the box. Um, right like i want to make a million dollars this year like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a good one maybe you want to make a million dollars it's a thousand let's start with it's a thousand like yeah, yeah you want to how about extra money okay how much extra money a million dollars okay what do you do you have a million dollar idea <laughs> or are you like how is it gonna work Right. And so I just want to make sure again that we're setting realistic expectations. But other than that, Kayla, um, that is it about the goal setting and effectively planning. But I just do um, I still have one more question. I wanted yes. to like cause you're ho- you're hosting this event and you said it's just you and your son. Um, his dad is not there. And so you're planning this brunch. Is this brunch like kid friendly? Cause I know we're, you know, single moms here or do they need to find a babysitter? I actually have a lot of moms that listen that are from the DMV and who's keeping your kid. Like, is he coming or how's that working out? That is a great question. I am going to find a babysitter. <laughs> Got one well ahead of time. Cause me trying to like host and manage him might be a lot. Um, at least now he's at the age where I could like give him an iPad and he'll just sit and chill for a while, do his thing. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say bring a babysitter cause you know, there is some drinking involved. I want women to sit back and like really relax, um, and have a moment to think of, think about themselves. So, you know, you don't, you may not be able to manage both, like taking care of a kid and, trying to goal set and plan while someone is needing you for something. So I'm going to find, I'm getting a babysitter. I highly suggest everyone else bring, get a babysitter so that you can take this time for yourself and invest in yourself. So that, because at the end of the day, all you're going to do is make yourself better for your child. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, Kayla, is there anything else you want to leave with the listeners before we get Um, out of here? Yeah, I would say, you know, live your best life, live with intention, live on purpose. Uh, You only have one life, you might as well live it on purpose. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for taking out the time to chat with me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love doing these. It's always awesome to talk to other women, especially other black women, other moms, sharing our war stories. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. So let everybody know where they can find you, Kayla, and connect. Oh yeah, I am on all the social medias. Um, Kayla Shanai is my handle. So you can find me on Instagram at Kayla Shanai. That's K-A-Y-L-A-S-H-A-N-A-I. That is the same on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. And you can also find my website where you can see uh, see the Black Girl Magic Planner at KaylaShanai.com. All right. Awesome. Thanks again, Kayla. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, please take a moment to leave us some feedback. We want to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review and rate the podcast. If you're listening over on SoundCloud, you can simply leave us a comment Or as always, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode. You know, I always enjoy hearing from you guys. 
If you have not subscribed, what are you waiting on? Make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood, Facebook, Single Black Motherhood, and you can check out the website, singleblackmotherhood.com. Next week, I will be chatting with a single mom realtor who gives us great advice about buying a home. So you don't want to miss that. Again, make sure you're subscribed. That's it for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Talk to you next week. Bye.